Welcome back to the Morning Story Podcast. My name is Cody Birch. I'd like to tell you a story. Today's story is called My Epic Winback Story. So I met my wife for the first time in eighth grade in church camp in Central Texas. And I won't tell you the full love story now, but just know that we started to date my senior year. I lived in the Dallas, Texas area. She lived in the Amarillo, Texas area. And we were about seven hours apart. And long distance phone calls were about $4 a minute, if I recall correctly. And so we couldn't talk on the phone a whole lot. Email wasn't really a thing quite yet. It makes me sound a thousand years old. So we stayed in touch over the years between when we met in eighth grade and we were never romantically interested in each other until we became young adults our senior year of high school. I remember saying at church camp that summer, probably in August, I said, hey, this is going well. We're interested in each other. We like each other, but how do you make this work? Like it's 1998, you know, there's not a way to really stay in touch. And I remember saying, I don't want to do the long distance thing if, you know, if we can't see each other, if we can't stay in touch. I, I don't know. It's not interesting to me really. And she kind of agreed and thought, well, if I can, if we can agree to see each other and just figure that out in a busy senior year, she played volleyball, I played football, then let's give it a shot. A few weeks later, she was out near Dallas, Texas with her family at a volleyball tournament. And I thought, all right, let's just go for it. I, I, I liked her a lot. I mean, a story for another day, but I liked her a lot. I remember I got to meet her parents. They were staying at a hotel in Denton, Texas. And I went up and I got flowers. I got some flowers for Christy, my new girlfriend. I got flowers for her mom to make a good first impression. And they fell in love with me. And remember, we went to some... Uh, meals. Remember we went to Rainforest Cafe at the Grapevine Mills Mall, if you know the area. Rainforest Cafe is kind of a funny place to go, very 90s thing to do. And got to know her parents a little bit, but just kind of wanted to see where it would go. I remember we went to a country music uh, concert and there was a band playing called Lone Star. They had a couple of one-hit wonders um, back in the late 90s. And we decided to try to make it work, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, long distance, seniors, 18 years old seven hours away, no way to talk long distance, no real way to send emails to each other and, and really stay in touch online like there is today. Well, my senior year, uh, we didn't see each other much from there. We tried to stay in touch with letters in the mail and some email and things like that, but we didn't see each other a whole lot. And a unique part about my senior year is I went to this huge high school in Texas. It was one of the biggest high schools. I think to this day, it's still one of the biggest high schools by square footage. It's more like a small college campus. And in Texas, especially in the 90s, probably still true today, but uh, high school football was everything. If you've ever seen Friday Night Lights, the movie or the show, you know, high school football is a big deal. Well, my senior year, our football team won the state championship, which sounds silly now to talk about. So I'm not going to brag about that. But at the time, it was the biggest deal ever. It was like signing a multi-million dollar contract is what it felt like. It was like winning the Super Bowl. It was, it was just the most amazing feeling ever. And what happened, I'm kind of embarrassed to admit, but feels like a safe place to share publicly with the whole world. Uh, I got a little big for my britches. I got a little cocky, a little confident, and decided that this long-term girlfriend for me, state champion, wasn't going to work out as much, and we broke up. And there wasn't really a way to know the effect of me breaking up with my long-distance girlfriend named Christy. Word got back to me that uh, that wasn't a good idea. You know, her friends were mad at me, and everybody was mad at me, and her parents were probably mad at me, and my parents were mad at me because they, they liked her a lot, and they knew that there was something special about this girl, and she wasn't one to just be treated lightly and and discard after you win the state championship. And now I'm in magazines, I'm on cereal boxes, we got all this gold jewelry, we're doing photo shoots, it's like this big thing. And I just decided I didn't have time. And that is the biggest mistake of my adult life is letting that girl go my senior year in high school. 
because after we broke up, we saw each other like nine months later, the next year at church camp before we went to college. And we didn't talk much more being really awkward because we hadn't seen each other. And it was just really strange and tense. And I remember this sense of longing I had felt for this relationship with this really, really special person. And I would assuming, I don't want to speak for her, but she felt the same thing. There wasn't really a way to know where we were going to college. We didn't talk about it very much. So I ended up going three hours north to the University of Oklahoma, which is in Norman, Oklahoma. Unbeknownst to me, she had signed a volleyball scholarship at Southern Nazarene University in Oklahoma City about 30 minutes away. So I'm there at Oklahoma, my freshman year at this big public school. She's nearby, unbeknownst to me, at a private school. And my sister went to that uh, private school and her, my sister's boyfriend, who's now her husband, played basketball at that school. So my parents came in town to see my sister and to see her boyfriend play basketball and said, you should come up. We're going to go to this basketball game. So I walk into the basketball game a year or two removed of breaking up with this most special human I've ever encountered in my life. Now really feeling a little bit more regret. And I walk into the gym at Southern Nazarene University to watch my now brother-in-law play basketball. And who is sitting with my parents but this beautiful brunette college freshman named Christy sitting there with my parents. It was all a setup the whole time that my parents and her parents had been conspiring to try to find a way to get us back together. Now, there was a problem. Since we had broken up a year or two before, she had moved on and she was with somebody else. And I can't explain it if you've ever fallen head over heels for someone before you know what I'm talking about, but this lightning struck where it it now became my sole purpose of trying to make this girl that I had let go once become my wife but I couldn't do it. She was with someone else. And that someone else happened to be at another college in a different state. But I wanted to honor their relationship. I didn't want to do anything that was unethical or immoral while she was in a committed relationship. And so we did something maybe even worse than uh, than that, than violating that sacred agreement um, by like holding hands or kissing. Don't think anything crazy. We started to go to uh, youth group type stuff together. There was a, um, a ministry at, at school called Campus Crusade. And so she would drive down to Oklahoma. We'd go to these campus crusade things. And that was it. Just two friends hanging out. Uh, ex-boyfriend and girlfriend from a year or two before that really wanted to get married, but just hanging out. She's in a committed relationship. I don't want to push it. So on Sundays, we'd go to church. On Wednesdays, we'd go to this youth group thing and we were just hanging out. Go get a meal together. Go get you know a soda or something together. And that was it. And this went on for a painfully long time. I don't know if it was like three months or, or longer. I don't remember, but it felt like forever. All I wanted to do was be with this person. And uh, all she wanted to do was, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I should go ask her because we're married now. Um, <laughs> that's how the story ends. But all I wanted to do was be with her and get her, like try to get her to break up with this guy. I remember getting on online on AOL, remember that, on Instant Messenger. And I would chat with her roommates like, this is so hard. I want to be with her. Like, yeah, you know, like you're, we know we, we want you to be with her too. And y'all should be together and you're meant for each other. And I just remember chatting, like I am instant messaging her friends, like late into the night that all I wanted to do was be with Christy and I was ready to give up. And they'd say, no, keep going, like stick in there. I'm like, how do I wait this out? It's been like three months or six months or nine months. Like how long do I have to wait? That's probably about what it was. I remember because we went on summer break, uh, after our freshman year and uh, her friends were like, stick, stick with it. Like, don't give up. This is meant to be, you know, be patient, be true to yourself, you know, don't quit. And I just wanted to be with her so bad. So I remember I caught wind and I, I made a vow to myself. If I ever get a second chance with this girl that I let go once, I'll never let her go again. 
And I told all my friends that, and they're like, man, you are love struck. I told all of her friends that, you know, I had the whole world was conspiring to try to bring us back together to, for me to correct the mistake I had made my senior year when we broke up. And so her and that other guy broke up that summer between freshman and sophomore year, I think. And then I was uh, stuck to her like glue. I mean, it was like Velcro. And I thought, I'm never letting her go again. So we instantly uh, got together, you know, whenever we could and became boyfriend, girlfriend, committed, talked about marriage and kids and the whole deal. And then fast forward that next year, we got engaged uh, in 2001 as juniors at the University of Oklahoma. She transferred down to Oklahoma. She stopped playing volleyball and we were married our senior year. We got married over Christmas break our senior year because at the time when you're in college, you think this is a brilliant idea. There's no downside to this. It's December 28th. This isn't a time that'll ever be busy for our family ever again. This is a great time to get married because our friends can come in because they're also on winter break and they can be our best man and our in our wedding party and they can come to our reception and be in our wedding. When now in hindsight, December 28th is kind of busy, like right three days after Christmas, not a great time to have an anniversary, but we didn't know we were just um, young college kids in love and that's what we decided to do. So that is the story of me losing and winning back the love of my life. Her name's Christy. We've been married for 21 years. Uh, we still celebrate on December 28th, even if we're busy with kids or busy with Christmas or we're out of town. That's something that we still do. I did it and I won her back. So that's my story. And I'm curious what your story is as it relates to this topic. What was a time when you just knew something was meant to be? It could be a relationship. It could be a business idea. It could be a, a place you wanted to live or a house you wanted to live in or something like that. What was a time when you didn't give up on something that you knew was meant to be yours and you just stuck with it? No matter how long it took, no matter how much pain you felt, you didn't give up. Go out there and share your story with someone today and I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Morning Story Podcast. If you'd like more story ideas, go to 202storyideas.com. That's 202storyideas.com. And if you'd like to get better at storytelling so you make more sales, go to storymagnetworkshop.com. Thank you for listening, and thank you for being part of my story.